but yeah, episode four. I'm excited. Uh, let's, let's get my half-assed intro out the way. <laughs> let's do this. Yeah. So, what's going on, everyone? Oh, I was going to say something there. See, I was, I was in the flow with Val. Yes, I was going to say, I believe in you. You can do this. I'm useless with the, I'm useless with intros. This is the yeah episode four. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to What the Fact. Hello, friends. Buzz, Hello, it's Val. It's facts. It's the weekly factoid show where Val facts my mind hard with some awesome facts. A lot of facts. A lot of facts. A lot of chat. And we also play a game of fact or no fact where Val gives me four facts and one fact is not a fact. I've got a fact counter coming up on the screen. See how many times I've said fact already. Just to get into your mind that this is a fact-based fact podcast for education purposes. If this sounds like something you'll enjoy, and I know it will be, then follow this fact-based podcast on Spotify. So you and can also, hear facts. So you can hear facts, exactly. Just in case you didn't get it, this is fact-based. And also go to the fact in YouTube and fact and subscribe. Because you get to watch so you can kind of... Yeah, you can fact yourself over YouTube because you'll get to watch facts happen in front of your eyes. You won't see me and Val, but you'll see what we're talking about and what facts we are facting about. So like, subscribe on the YouTube, follow the podcast, and obviously follow the official What The Fact fact-based Twitter page for all the facts that Val facts about on the fact-based podcast. I think that went well. That 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 was very factual. How many facts did I say? How many, I, I, what did I, you, I didn't even bother counting after a while. I'm gonna be there with a chart. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. There'll be a counter on the screen, people, just for you to see how many. Take, take a guess. If, well, it's not for you taking a guess because I would have already put it on the screen. Yeah, so no, don't worry about no, it. No, no. How are you, Val? I am doing good. How are you? Recovered from the awful spicy cough. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine now. I'm I'm all good. I'm just, I just hate the weather. That's the only thing that's bugging me now is the heat. Just, just I literally wake up in the night and just so warm. I just gotta go downstairs. Where it's much, much cooler. But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Episode four. What the fact? Um, we're chasing sponsors, people. If you want to sponsor, what the fact? Free of charge. I just don't care. If you want to have, if you if you want to have your product or brand or whatever you, as long as it's not stupid or bad we'll, we'll let you sponsor the but if it ties in with what we do if you have like a serve if you're doing something that's like we can make a fact out of or do a fact out of then sponsor the podcast because you know who knows in a year or so this probably might be the this probably will be the number one fact-based fact podcast on the fact and internet who knows more facts. Fact, More facts. fact, fact, fact. So fact, Val, four fact me to start. Yeah. See okay. if I can get one back. So we're playing fact or no fact, people. If I hadn't explained it to you earlier, Val will give four facts. One fact will not be a fact, and I have to guess which fact is not a fact, and the others are actually facts, and those are the facts we'll talk about. Go. <laughs> okay. I think you might have this week's one. Oh, don't make it, it easy for that. Don't patronize me. Not, it might not be for the whole, it might not be for the reason that you think it is. She's patronizing me now. She yeah, knows yeah, I'm just gonna yeah, lose yeah. terribly. It's gonna be six. Basically, it's the first to six. 
Oh. We said 10 episodes, but it's the first six files, two up. So, yeah. yeah. I okay. need to cut the flow. I need to stop the count. Okay, so, first fact. Dolphins are born with whiskers. I saw that one. That one really did tickle me a little bit. I was like, mm, do they? But it makes sense if they do. But go on. Yeah. Uh, to clean out sea turtles after an oil spill, they are fed mayonnaise. That's my red heron. That's my red flag. At the moment, that one was. I was like, no fucking way. Uh, in 1856, the British Royal Ge- Geographic Society finally calculated the height of Mount Everest to be 29,002 feet. Yeah. And the last one is the researchers at MIT have proved that it is nearly impossible to twist an Oreo in half and have equal amounts of filling on both cookies. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, yeah, I've seen these. The Everest one, I believe, and I think that, and, and two feet. If I, I, I feel like I've seen a story of this. The, the and two feet bit was because the guy was stood on top of it. Or he was something, some, some stupid thing to, to like out measure someone. I think it was. It was something like that. I'm not sure if I, I'm making this up. But the, yeah, I think that one's true. And because it's British, it does strike me as something like, oh yeah, we'll call it and two feet because we don't want to make it exactly twenty nine thousand. We'll put and two feet for some stupid reason. I feel like that one's true. Okay. The mayonnaise one and the last one, the whiskers one, they get because you know the animal kingdom is weird, so it does. You know, basically, you know, any weird fact about animals, you're like, that has to be true, because it's weird. And it's yeah, exactly, exactly. That's why I feel like that one is true. And it's a dolphin. But I've never seen a baby dolphin. So, well, I have seen a baby dolphin, but not like a baby, baby, baby dolphin. That's why I, it's, I don't see why you would feed animals mayonnaise after an oil slick. And the Oreo thing... I feel like it's. I, I'm torn. I'm torn, Val. I'm Natalie Imbruglia. I'm torn. <laughs> you were torn last week too. I think wasn't the week. Before? I know. I, I'm torn every week so far. I think. <laughs> I call it, I, can I hear him again? I can't hear him again. Just so I just gotta understand okay. the wording so I don't get it wrong. Okay. Dolphins are born with whiskers. To clean out sea turtles after an oil spill, rescuers. The mayonnaise. In 1956, the British Royal Geographic Society finally calculated the height of Mount Everest to be 29,002 feet. Researchers at MIT have proved that it is nearly impossible to twist an Oreo in half and get equal amounts of filling on each cookie. Hey. Dolphins are born with whiskers. Yes. See the sea turtle one. Hearing it again sounds like something's been altered in a wording to deceive me. Because you said clean out. 
I I have seriously made you suspicious, haven't I? Yeah, so it's kind of the sea turtle one again. The, to clean out sea turtles after oil spills, rescuers feed them mayonnaise. Yeah, see, you you said to clean out sea turtles. They give them, they they feed them mayonnaise. Like, yes. What's the mayonnaise going to do to clean out a sea turtle after oil slicks? And you know what? Like, what kind of mayonnaise are we talking? Are we talking Hellman's mayonnaise, or is it like homemade mayonnaise? See, that's the why. That's why that one's throwing up the the red flag for me. Because of you said, clean out a sea turtle. Yes. You don't clean. You don't clean out sea turtles because that's you'd probably you, you know you can't take the shell off. That's the that's oh that's the one I want to go with that one. I do. I really fucking do. Well, you need to get one of those sound uh-huh. with a timer countdown. Oh, now, like I will do. I'll do twenty minutes of me trying to guess. <laughs> Uh, I want it. You have to choose. You have to choose. I want it to be that one. I do. Like MIT. That's. I feel like that's true because you can't. Even if you even like turning in myself, it's like a chocolate ball bun. When you try to break a ball bun in half to get filling, you just can't do it. So I fit that. So that one's true. I'm locking that one in. That's true. Hundred yeah. percent. I feel like that one's true because it's MIT and they're weird. First one, the Animal Kingdom thing with whiskers. So your final answer is? I feel like the whiskers one is true, but I feel like they're really small, fine whiskers, not like cat whiskers. That's why it's not noticeable, and they're very faint. And I feel like this is Royal Geographical Society, because they're British, I feel like that one's true, and it's and two feet, because... It was originally calculated as twenty nine thousand, and the Britain like, oh no 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 no, it's twenty nine thousand and two feet. You got it wrong. I'm going with the mayonnaise thing. I'm wrong, and I. Yeah, you're wrong. Fuck you, Val. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You were so close. You were tiptoeing oh. around the right one, and I'm like, oh my god, just choose that one. It's the Mount wait, Everest. Ah, oh, it's the Mount Everest one. They actually, you were so close. When they measured it, they measured it to be 29,000 feet exactly, and they thought it was wrong. They, they thought that they should make it that it didn't sound wrong. They added the two feet. Two feet. I knew it. I fucking knew it. And they knew calculated 29,000, and they go, people, no one's going to believe us. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. You were so close. Oh, that was the closest. Because I, 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 it didn't make sense in my head. That's Because it's British, they've added the and two feet. But because it sounded so British that they would do it, that's why I believed it to be true. Yes, but again, it's the whole wording. Because I said they Facts. calculated it to be that high. I didn't say they announced it to be that high. Shit. So Back three nil to Val. Again. <laughs> Shit. Oh god, because it was in um in somewhere about eighteen fifty, someone yeah. called James Nicholson and that decided that it was thirty thousand two hundred feet. Yeah. And it was only in eighteen fifty it was a couple of years later. 
that's um, the British Royal Geography, because they don't actually sort of measure it, they, they calculate it. Let's guess. Um, Get a ruler, stand from distance. It took them a couple of years to actually go through it and double check and all the calculations before they announced, well, they decided, they, they measured it to be 29,000 feet, and they went, no one's going to believe us. So, so it's not actually they, 29,000 and two feet then? No, it's 29,000 feet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, that then it was. What's gone up of it? I've got a few Everest facts. And the first is that the Everest approximately grows 44 millimeters every year. Is that because of like tectonic plates shifting and crushing together? Yes. Oh, see? Big brain. I knew that. And also that we pronounce Everest incorrectly because really? it's named after someone whose surname is pronounced Everest. Everest, not Everest. <laughs> Mount Everest. Everest. You're going to go for a holiday to Mount Everest, my good That's how, That reminds me of a story. With my job, I used to work with a, la- a man. He's retired and um, he's from England. And. He used to tell me there's a place in England called Yate, but they used to the posh people who lived there used to pronounce it Yate. Yate. I'm yeah. from Yate, and that reminds me of that. Oh no, darling, we're not going to Everest. We're going to Everest, the posh version. <laughs> with the bouquets. <laughs> yeah, with the bouquets. <laughs> yeah. I was just just yeah, just a, just a, just an odd thing. I can't. Um, I've now forgot the first guy that it's his first name that it's named after. So, just, 1956, 1856. 1856. 2022. It's grown 30 feet in height. That's mad. So, is it ever going to. Yeah. Like. I'm assuming it can't, like, I'm no, I'm no, like, I'm going to say geographer, I'm guessing that's the wrong word, but the higher it gets, surely it's going to fall at some point then, if it keeps growing. Um, no, well, it depends on what the tectonic plates do. Uh, there was a huge earthquake in that yeah. area um, in the 90s, I think. And they actually did an expedition trying to evaluate to see, and they think that earthquake actually made it drop an inch. Okay. So it all depends. It might start, because as the tectonic plates, if they start shifting apart, then it'll start sinking. I don't think yeah. it'll fall. It'll just slowly sink. God, I'm waiting for the time you gets to like 10,000 feet then, and I'm going for Everest. <laughs> I'm going, I want it to um, be like just a, a hill not a mountain yeah. at the moment with how high it is because of having to sort of acclimatise to the altitude it takes yeah. approximately 39 days to reach the summit I'd love to go there though I, would, I think that would I, it be a would, bucket list thing yes that definitely would be something that the, the view from the top spectacular Top of the world, like, like you can't get any higher than that. Um, 
there is one person who has reached the summit 24 times. I feel like I know his name. I, f- I feel like he was in a film that right. I've seen. Yeah, uh, Kami Rita Sherpa has reached oh, 24 no. times. Lakpa Sherpa has reached nine times. She's got the highest for, the, for any of the females. And um, Lakpa Gelu Sherpa um, has gone from base camp to the top in 10 hours and 56 minutes. 10 hours? 10 hours. He's gone up so often. He doesn't need to sort of, doesn't seem to worry about the acclimatizing. Just walk, just goes like, it's just a day out for him. Yep, yep. Go for a stroll up the mountain. Yeah, I can be back now and get some milk from Everest. Yep, yep, Everest, sorry. We need to get some ice cubes, special ice cubes. (laughs) I need a daiquiri. Oh, let me go get some ice cubes from the top of Everest. It'll be 10 hours. Yeah. I saw a fact the other day about Everest. It was. So many people have died on Everest that their frozen bodies have been left there as sort of markers for how, how high you are. Yeah, I don't know. That, I wouldn't be surprised because it would probably be a serious, difficult mission to try to get the bodies back down. It's on film. It's on Netflix. It's, I think it's called Everest. I think the film's actually called Everest. And it's about... I know... Um, oh, what's his name? He's Mysterio. In Far From Home. Mm, Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, He's in the film. And basically it's the story of the Everest disaster in the 90s. Where like, like, I think like four or five people died. And it was counted as one of the worst Everest disasters ever. Because it was like this, like the weather was perfect to do it. And then all of a sudden, it was just a switch in weather and it became so bad. And like, a, like two of the leading mountaineers of the groups died. Um, some other people died, but there was one guy, I can't remember his name now. You'll have to, you'll have to look all this up after. But he, he was left on the mountain because he had snow blindness or something, and he was left there. And he woke up the next day and walked back to camp. He had frostbite on his fingers, on his feet. He, was, he couldn't see anything, but he'd made his way back to camp. And he wrote a book about it or something like that. I'm going to have to quickly Google this now yeah. as your fact in my mind, because I want to know. Well, need to do it quickly, because I've run out of Everest stuff now. I can't spell Everest, I spelled Everest. Yeah, Everest, yep. no. Everest. 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 Oh. Right, this is the film. Right. So the film is about... It's based on the real events of the 1996 Mount Everest disaster and focuses on the survival and attempts of two expedition groups, one led by Rob Hall and one led by Scott Fisher. This was the guy. Um... Uh, where is he? Where is he? So Be- Beck Weathers, that's his name. So in May 96, Weathers was one of the eight clients guided to Mount Everest by Rob Hall uh, of Adventure Consultants. Um, blah, 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 blah. Weathers, who had recently soon discovered he was blinded by the effects of high altitude and exposure to ultraviolet radiation. High altitude effects, which had not been well documented at the time. On May the 10th, the day summit assault Hall after Hall 
after being told Weathers could not see, wanted to descend to Camp 4 immediately. Weathers, however, believed his, his vision might improve when the sun came out, so Hall had advised him to wait at the balcony, 27,000 feet, until Hall came back to descend with him. Hall, while assisting other, other, another client to reach the summit, did not return and later died further up the mountain. Weathers eventually began descending with guide Michael Groom, who was short roping him. When a blizzard struck, Weathers and 10 other climbers became disoriented in the storm and could not find Camp 4. By the time there was a break in the storm, several hours later, Weathers had been so weakened that he and four other men and women were left there so others could summon help. Anton Anatoly... Fucking I'm butchering this. Anatoly Bookreeve, probably wrong, a guide on another expedition led by Scott Fisher, came to rescue several climbers, but during that time, Weathers had stood up and disappeared into the night. The next day, another client on Hall's team, Stuart Hutchison, and two Sherpas arrived to check on the status of Weathers and fellow client Yasuko Namba, believing Weathers and Namba were both near death and would not make it to the mountain alive. Hutchison others left to an account for, and basically, Weathers spent the night, what's that, on a bivouac shelter? Bivouac. Bivouac shelter, a variety of improvised campsite. Uh, yeah, so basically, he made, he, he, they, Weathers was there to help to walk on frozen feet low to the camp, but he suggested one one of the highest altitude medical evacuations ever performed by helicopter. He had to have his right arm amputated, halfway between the elbow and the wrist, all four fingers and his thumb on his left hand were amputated, as well as parts of both feet. His nose was amputated and reconstructed, which is from his ear and forehead. Dude, that's fucking... That's... Honestly, it's a good film to watch. It's like um, Jason Clarke, who's in... Zero Dark Thirty, Jake Gyllenhaal, Josh Brolin. There's quite a few people in it. It's a really good film to watch. Yeah. I highly recommend. I will definitely look into it. Definitely okay. worth, definitely worth doing. I like, I like those true story biopic films where, it's what was the other one? Um, and is it, I think it's called Undefeated, or something like that, where a World War Two pilot gets captured and he's like an Olympic long distance runner, and it's based off a true story. I love watching things like that. Sorry, Val, carry on. <laughs> I got really excited there. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Okay, next fact. This one, there's not actually a hell of a lot to talk about it. But the same with you. The whole fact sort of just tickles me that dolphins are born with whiskers. Are they, though? Like, how, yeah, how are. big are these whiskers, They're Val? They're like cat whiskers? They're like six whiskers. Over here, you can see the picture, the little holes along the side of the nose. Oh, yeah. Or the, what's referred to as the rostrum which is the dolphin's beak, that has tiny little whiskers in it. What's the shit on his back? Not quite sure. Probably just sort of dry scales, because it's a, mm. that's a newborn do- dolphin. That, that just, that's like new. I think it's, that picture is a couple of hours old dolphin. What's, what's baby dolphin called? Not quite sure. I don't want to double check. Baby dolphin. Baby what? dolphin. What's a baby dolphin? Baby dolphin is called a calf. Okay, that makes sense. I did. Let me think it'd be called a fucking something really cool. But like it, a dolphin. Yeah. D- a dolphin. A dolphin. A dolphin. <laughs> um, basically, it's because it's a mammal, and all mammals, even if it's only for a short period of time, all mammals have some sort of hair on them, even if it's just whiskers. Because like, babies do it in the womb. They have. Yeah. They have like they furry. Have, Yes, and they have little moustaches. Fuck off, do they? 
Yeah. It's just sad. Like a young baby chap twisting his mustache. Oh, mother, can I get out of the womb? <laughs> I have business to attend to. <laughs> so, yeah, there's, there's another, uh, not, not a whole lot of facts about uh, a chest. Uh, got attached to this one. It's just basically a few little whiskers up the side of its beak. And they fall oh. out within a week. I've got a dolphin fact. I'm coming with facts, Val. We're <gasps> coming with facts this what? week. It'd be, it'd be, literally, it's such a coincidence thing that you have mentioned dolphins and I saw a fact. So, um, female dolphins, when they have a calf, male dolphins will try to kill the calf. So then the, the female will basically look to mate with another male dolphin to have a calf. So what the female dolphin will do, I don't know if this is 100% true. TikTok is a, you know, a weird place. But Very the female place. dolphin will bang every male dolphin she can. So none of the male dolphins will know if it's their calf or not. So out of just pure guessing, they will protect the calf from anything. So she gets bodyguards because she's just banged everything. Yep. <laughs> so cool. <Not> <laughs> Slut, slut dolphins, like just to get some fucking free body cards. You ever seen the film The Cove? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Another good film for you to watch, Val. You ever seen Blackfish? No. Another good film for you to watch, Val. So The I Cove, right? I need to watch. Yes, The Cove is basically, you know, like uh, Flipper. You know, Flipper the dolphin from the films and stuff. No? No flipper? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I do know flipper. Um, yeah, so basically, movie studios would go, there's basically this cove in Japan where movie studios and, like, um, theme parks will go and basically collect dolphins. They'll herd them all into this space, and then they'll have their pick. And whatever isn't picked, they're all culled, basically, killed by the Japanese and then turned into food, obviously. And yeah. they film the cove... Um, is basically was used to the film was made to expose this to the world, and like they sneak in the cover of darkness, they put secret cameras everywhere to watch, and they basically catch it happening where these dolphins, these poor defenseless dolphins, are just butchered to death because they're not being picked. Mm. And it was shown like a um, uh, like a international sort of gathering of leaders to talk about like whaling and fishing stuff like that wash we shouldn't do and it was shown to all these world leaders that this happens and the japanese leaders like it's not japan do you know about it's not even nowhere near where we are it's not us and yeah they got fucking bollocked for it and blackfish is about the orcas in captivity and sea life in sea world yeah. that killed the one one of them can't remember his name but he killed three. Like I think it's out of. There's been four deaths or five deaths at a sea life thingy from an orca, and three of them were from the same whale. And one of them, um, oh, you you'd have to watch them. But basically, it goes like it's called Blackfish, and it goes into full detail about how this woman, she was dragged in, she was scalped by this killer whale. And all this stuff, and yeah, it was. And they tried to sue, like the family tried to sue SeaWorld, and then they countersued, basically saying, look, it wasn't our fault, it was your fault. 
but it was actual footage. Like they don't show it all in detail. They show like the bit just before it happens, and then yeah. they don't show the rest. But yeah, there's like footage of the earth being dragged around, and they found like she'd been scalped, um, punctured lungs. She was just ripped to bits by this killer whale. And it's basically just trying to show like these things, these specific animals are not meant to be in captivity. No. Because how many, how many, so this is a question, how many documented deaths by a, an orca do you think they've been in the wild? Probably not very many. I think it's like it's, two. Yeah, it's the, the whole keeping animals and the, some predators badly in captivity, it, the things are going to go wrong. If it's for like conservation purposes, I get it. Like if you're the whole like the pandas, the, the the red pandas, not red pandas, the giant pandas, they're like there's ones in Scotland, there's ones everywhere. They're in captivity to breed to boost the population. I get that. I support yeah. stuff like that. If your goal is to save a species by reintroducing it into the wild, great. If you're keeping it for show, yes, yeah, so keeping it for show is a problem. Keeping for education purposes, like a lot of zoos educational purposes and they usually if they've got decent enclosures but things like SeaWorld and those where they have to do performing dolphins and orcas and things that's that that's not right no i don't agree with that there yeah, is wrong. a company that is actually making a robot dolphin to take really? the place of <gasps> dolphins in the places like SeaWorld. oh i'd see how that would work They've finally got it to swim, so it swims like a natural, like a like a dolphin. Oh, I'd love to see that. So they are actually building a robot to do it, and also assuming the robot can be used for research purposes to go out in the ocean. Yeah, definitely. Like whatnot. if you can follow yeah. that around. Oh, that'd be wicked. That's quite, that's, I like that. That's a really that's a really that's that's human. That's the human race going. You know what? This was something clever for a change. Instead of doing something stupid, yeah, definitely. Because it's like you, you can watch, you can watch webcams on the internet on like YouTube. We've got addicted to some of them, like these um, otters, otter webcams, and they're just swimming around on their backs, being cute as fuck, playing with balls and shit. It's just wicked. And there's one of them though, and it kind of bothers me because it's a polar bear in the middle of Kansas City in boiling hot weather on his own. And I was just thinking, how is this good for the animal? There's no snow. He's got a bit of water. And he's on his own. I know most of the time they live on their own anyway. But still, like... Yeah. I don't see how... It, it's it's good for the animal. No. It should like, at least have a, an area that's enclosed where they can actually regulate the temperature. and make it Yeah, exactly. Natural. Like, what was it? Chessington? Is it? Like Ches- not Chester's. London Zoo. One of the big zoos in England, like they've got, like you can drive through them, and I think I went once as a kid, and the lion enclosure for these things, fucking huge. Like they had so much space to roam around, and that's that's how we should be. Like make it as close to their home as possible. Don't put them in a fucking a little enclosure with like, like six of them in it. Yeah, we had a zoo think... here that was shut down because the enclosures were. Way too small for the animals that were put into put into them. Oh, well, I'm gonna have to cut you up. 
people are going to know this before the episode comes out. Just popped on my phone. Ivana Trump, Donald Trump's first wife, has died. Seventy-three. Just thought I'd share that with you. I know you were a big fan of Donald Trump, fan. Oh yeah, huge. What <laughs> up there with Justin Timberlake? Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, sorry, Bieber. No. I forgot who I was a fan of. Fuck. Quite throw me off the scent, Val. <laughs> I'm on to you. <laughs> yeah, Val is a massive fan of Justin Bieber. Uh, I forgot about that. Fuck. I think I still have. If, if you go, if you search on YouTube for what the funk, there's a short of Val. Oh, God. Yes, there is. <laughs> there's a short of Val telling me to fuck off when I say she's a Justin Bieber fan. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'll share it on Twitter. I'll share it on the What the Fuck podcast, the podcast Twitter. <laughs> so you oh, guys no, can see. Please don't. That needs to go away. <laughs> oh, it's never going away, Val. That's why I don't delete the channel for. Because there's good shit on there, Val. There's good shit on there. But yeah, that's a, that's a good fact. And I like that I've come with material this week, Val. So it's not all yeah. on your shoulders this week. Yay. I've come with stuff. Stuff. Okay. Tick, TikTok. On, stuff. On, to, on to the next stuff, which is. Uh, yeah. To clean out sea turtles after an oil spill, they get fed mayonnaise. I still think this is bullshit. It is not bullshit. Right, where's the evidence, Val? Where's the proof? There is proof. Need... It was done by the is- Israel's National Sea Turtle Rescue Center. That's made up. Nope. There was a... Huge... Israel's not a place. <laughs> there ah, was... see, technically, that's true. <laughs> oh, God, there was a huge oil spill. Um, in the Mediterranean Sea uh, last February. Shocking. Um, it's tons of tar washed up on the on the coast. It's like yeah. lumps of tar. And the whole thing is when they say cleaning out the sea turtle, well, they don't mean the shell, they mean actual inside because they had ingested the tar. Ew. It was like poo. It has. It's just it's a sort of lump. So yeah. These... Are you sure? No, that that's not actual poo, Val. No, no, that is a lump of tar. Oh, look at the baby turtle. Oh, covered in so tar. Sp- oh, it's tiny, and so oh. yeah, they they pretty them mayonnaise. I bet he's loving that because the mayonnaise breaks down the tar. It's like, do they fill him up so he shoots back out they, of his mouth, or they just like feed him a little bit? They just sort of feed him, and they have to swallow it. You so, can tell he's reluctant to do that. Yeah, he's not a mayo guy. He's not a mayo man. Not a mayo fan. Because um, it just breaks down the tar and allows them to poop it out. I want turtles. So I'd, they, I'd love tiny turtles. They apparently do make quite good pets, and they do last a very long time. Yeah, I want, because there's a pet shop down the road from us and we go down there now and then to pick up like bird feed and stuff like that and, or cat stuff and we'll have a wander around because they got like um, guinea pigs and um, like Russian dwarf hamsters and like a whole different variety of bird um, and then they got like they got fish and then they got a reptile section where they got spiders and snakes and snails and um, like bearded dragons and stuff like that and they got turtles in it and some of them, £125 for a turtle. Damn. And then, and then there's these little tiny ones that I spotted. And honestly, Val, they'd fit in your hand. Like three of them would fit in your hand. They were that small. And they were only like 10 or 20 quid. And I was just thinking to myself, 
them, I'd have them. Because you, you, to be fair, they were so small, you wouldn't need a giant tank for them. You literally could have a fish tank with a rock <laughs> and a fucking bit of water. Like. Yeah, because it'll probably be a while before they get too big. Yeah, but they were tiny. They were tiny, tiny things. And I was like, oh, I want them. I just want them. I want them now. <laughs> I want to put them in a pool in nice hot weather. Just leave them swim. Because that would be adorable. They would. And I would send videos to the world. Yes. That would be important. Okay. See, um, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you know how mayonnaise works. What do you mean works? With like, the whole that it's made up of... Egg and... It's an emulsion. It's a what? It's an emulsion. Was it, well, like paint? No, yeah, it's like paint. Mayonnaise is like food paint, but yes. Um, it's an emulsion. It's made out of two things that don't usually mix together, oil and water. And then you add the mayonnaise, which um, has less lesser than molecules that both repel and... Whoa, 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 whoa. No, this, just back up a couple of steps. <laughs> Yeah. Would you, so I can paint my walls with mayonnaise? Oh, I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah, it's like the same way as paint works as an emulsion where it separates off for a while. Is that what an emulsion is? is it, yeah, an emulsion is two, two substances that don't usually mix. Is that the, the, the definition of emulsion then? Yeah. So two substances, so like oil and water? Yeah, they don't usually combine. So oil and water, olive oil and water is an emulsion. No, well, to, once you put them together, they're separated. It's not. It's when you add an extra element that will allow them to bond. That makes them an emulsion. That that that's what makes an emulsion. I'm I my my I'm putting the mind blown meme on the fucking screen right now. I honestly thought emulsion was just paint. I didn't think it was an actual meaning of something. No, it's just isn't it? That's an actual meaning of something. Well, fuck my eyes. Wow. <laughs> With mayonnaise, it's the adding of egg yolk, which contains lesser than molecules. So it's not just a paint? No. It's an actual word that is defined for stuff that doesn't mix together? Yes. Wow. Well, goddamn, Val. God fucking damn. Learning things! Learning things, be fact. This is... The f I'm satured just looking around my room like, like it's. I was today years old when I realized emulsion isn't just paint. How many of you people in the comments were the same? <laughs> Please let me know. Please don't let me be the only one. Um, That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, so every time I go to a shop and I look at emulsion paint, like, I'm going to look at that and be like, that's just not just paint. You know, I'm going to stop people and go, you know, that's just not a paint, right? That's actually a word. <laughs> I'm going to be in like, shops for hours just stopping people. Um, nuts. You know, I'll probably think you're nuts. Yeah. I'll be thrown out. <laughs> um, so, yes. So, yeah, because of the, the whole emulsion with the whole water, it's, oh, God, mayonnaise has a hydrophobic and a hydrophilic property. Repels water and loves water. So when it goes into the turtle's digestive system, it reacts with the hydrophobic oily tar and allows it to pass through the turtle easier. Wow. So 
Mayonnaise saves turtles' lives. Hellman's mayonnaise saving turtles since 2008. <laughs> or whenever they did it first. Um, I do you reckon they know that, though? Do you honestly do you think Hellman's mayonnaise knows this? I don't know. I mean, um, it would be very interesting to find it. out what mayonnaise they were they used and the, yeah, tweet it. Use, they need to tag them, <laughs> asking them, "Do you realise that mayonnaise does this?" Yes, it saves turtles' lives. I'm guessing it wouldn't wouldn't just be turtles. Any animal that's um, ingested tar. Have I ingested tar? No, well, this, I, it's, it's mayo would save my life. Yeah, so yes, if you ingest a tar. Eat some mayonnaise. So if you're a smoker, people... Uh, no, that's not going to go in the same place as the mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. <laughs> You'd have to inhale the mayonnaise, which probably isn't a good idea either. Oh! <laughs> oh, can <laughs> you that? A rather horrifying idea. So... Oh. Yeah, so we Ooh. have one fact with people doing awful things and keeping animals in, in captivity for entertainment, and now we've got people using mayonnaise to save animals. I don't have any total facts. That's a balance. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So That's cool. That's cool. The last fact, which is... Modern people oh, thinking, yeah. modern ingenuity. Mayonnaise saves the day. Mayonnaise is amazing stuff, apparently. Um, <laughs> Val's not a fan of mayo. <laughs> no, I do. I actually do like mayonnaise. Um, I've I, I kind of gone off mayo. I like mayonnaise, ham, and pilled onion sandwiches. I just put mayo on everything, like spaghetti bolognese. I put mayonnaise on it. That's just weird. <laughs> I haven't done it for a while, but I used to. I used to put it on like a lot of things. I do put it with pasta, though. I've never tried that. Pasta, bit of tuna, um, bit of parsley. Well, it's not, I, I make, do occasionally make pasta salads. Makes it, makes it together. It's, it's really nice. That's the only time I ever really use mayo, though. Hmm. <laughs> Val's not convinced. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's like it's like a, a salad, so it makes sense. Okay, so yes, onwards to Oreos. Oreos. So, first picture. This is Crystal Owens. She is the lead author of the study. She got nothing better to do. No, as a child, and she ate Oreos by twisting them open. A lot of people do. She was always was like the, the cream always stuck to the one biscuit, and then she became an expert in fluid dynamics. And she and then a few other fluid dynamics nut cases from MIT decided to do some research because this is what people do. They think they got nothing else to do and do research they... on it. They do shit like this. Government yeah. funded people. This is where your tax dollars are going in America. <laughs> to research about how to twist open an Oreo. Shocking. Um, they did find out that it was pretty much impossible. No matter how you twisted it, the cream would either end up on one wafer or sort of would break in, well, would break in half. It wouldn't sort of cleanly come in half. So you'd end up like with two half circles. But more often than not, it would just stay on one side. Um, I reckon they... they feel a bit shitty, like, as scientists. Because like, you can imagine they spent a good month doing this. Yeah, what's your claim to fame? I twisted Oreos open. 
um, for a to living. Just to discover you can't do it, and I've wasted a month of my life doing this. Yep, pretty much. It was very... also Rio. Uh, that is our. That is is because now there's now become a new field of study created, oreology, which is a my God, really. Yeah. It is God. a mashup of Oreo and the Greek fra- phrase Reologia, which means flow study. So America made something to there's support no, yes, doing this. There's, there's a new oh field of study, Oreology. But it, oh my God. It, it, it does have actually a little bit more. Okay, because there is the flow study, the, the fluid dynamics. Which does study how a what's technically a liquid layer between two yeah. solid layers and being twisted on how it behaves, right. and they've just taken that, which is a proper a normal scientific study, and applied it to biscuits. Not <laughs> seriously, America, you have too much time on your hands <laughs> trying to solve problems that don't need to be solved. <laughs> Seriously, you've got more pressing issues to try and fix in your studying fucking Oreos. But, yep, yep. Uh, oh they my god. started off using an actual scientific device, which I have now forgotten the name of. A, a Rio meter, which is the whole thing that puts two planes together to see what happens. And they came up with all sorts of scientific calculations on how to twist an Oreo and they eventually also created an entire new device um, called oh, an Oreo meter oh my god this worse. I can send you the link later and you can add it to the YouTube video people can actually go and download the schematics and have it 3D printed oh my god <laughs> That you can put your Oreo in it, and it uses rubber bands and whatnot, and then you twist it, and it will twist open your biscuit for you. Oh my god! This gets worse. <laughs> worse, or just fucking weird? It's just awesome. This is up there with the high five machine, the fucking Tupperware guy invented. <laughs> Pointless inventions number two: a device that twists your fucking Oreo that you physically have to hold to instead of just using your pissing hands. Jesus Christ, America. Fuck it. Yep. Because, um, yeah, so Oreology is the study of the flow and fracture of sandwich cookies. I can't take this seriously. I really can't. Oh my God. Is, fucking, is that the machine? That's the machine, yes. Oh, is that the picture behind her? Yeah, that, yeah she has one of those on her desk. I thought it was like an eye test machine. Nope. Oh, that's a Oreo opener. Oh my god, like. Is it just weight? Is that what does it? No, it uh, works with um, elastic bands. You put the Oreo in there, you put the cover over the top, you put it in, you bolt it together with a giant bolt, you put <laughs> yep. a couple of quid in the end, drops down, opens it. Fucking hell, by the time you put them all out together, it'd be easy to, to turn it with your hands. Yep. Oh my god. It's one of those little gimmicky things that you have. Well, can you, like, because you're in charge of the Twitter now, can you just send him a message from me just saying, you guys need to get a life? 
<laughs> do actual problem solving instead All of the weird things to study. Of, out of everything you want to commit your time to, like the, all the problems of the world, global warming, energy crisis, you know, starvation in other countries. Nah, tell you what, tell you what, Steve, tell you what I need fixing. How can I get equal sides of cream on an Oreo? Like, can you imagine being in our room having that conversation? You know, do you reckon we should do something about like global warming? Nah, Oreos. It's the morning decision. Yeah, some guy's off his face twisting Oreos, and the woman okay. opposite him goes, "How do I? How do we do that equally?" I will point out that this entire thing probably only took a day. Their experiment only they only did twenty boxes of Oreos, so this is probably a day research. Oh no, you got to lie now, Val. You got to make me look good now. Can't say it's a day. I look, I look like a twat now. <laughs> months and years of research dedicated. No, no. That's only like five minutes. Yep, yep. Still, get a life like. <laughs> a very small sample sample group. Very small one. I think we need to make it bigger. I, I would like to do this experiment. Uh, who would like to send me 20 boxes of Oreos? <laughs> I wonder if there's any other sort of biscuits. What about ball buns? Tweet them. How can, how, can you do this with a ball bun, please? I don't know, because bourbons, they're, they're rectangular. They might not fit in the device. Yeah, but they can just make a new one. They've got time, clearly. <laughs> I want it to be called a, uh, a, a, a bourbon beater. Bourbon. Yeah, something weird like that. I want to put all their effort into it to see if they can do it. Yeah. And then I will. And then we'll go for, um, what are they called? What's the, what's the white ones called? Oh, I am not quite called? sure. Squarish biscuits, white, white cream in the middle. I only can think of uh, lemon creams we get here. Square ones. Oh, I love lemon Le- creams. Lemons, love man. Lemon creams. Everything. That doesn't Ugh. actually taste like lemon. So wait, is that like fucking banana bread? No, that's banana bread. Does taste like banana? Yes. No, there's something called something like that, and it just doesn't taste like it. Is it carrot cake? Is it something like that? I have no idea. But no, but lemon creams, they're, 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 they taste like sort of artificial lemon. Ugh. I love them. Lemon's mean on everything. Lemon's one of those foods that just should have just been left. Um, No, no, because I actually eat lemons whole. I'll uh, chop a uh, lemon and eat it like a Really? Mm-hmm. Cover it in salt <sighs> or sugar and eat it. Just <laughs> Deep fry it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I'm not going to deep fry it. It's just, just sort of sprinkle some salt or some sugar over it. And just Le- eat it. What? Sour lemons? Yes. If it's you could yummy. see my face, Val. <laughs> if you could see my face right now. Oh, that's... Oh, that's horrific, that is. No, that's delicious. It's not. <laughs> it just isn't. <laughs> I, I, to be fair, though, I can't judge. Like... Each to their own with their food choices. Like, I eat Marmite, for God's sake. Yeah, that's just fucking weird. And people just don't like Marmite, but I think Marmite is just, like, Marmite crackers, crumpets, sandwiches, toast, rolls. Like, everything. I'm, I'm a Bovril fan. Well, I like Bovril. I like a good cup of Bovril. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, so, it's basically gravy. It's just so weird. <laughs> people drink it. I've never actually tried that. I know I've used a bit bovril in in soups and things, but I've never actually just sort of tried bovril on its own. In it, yeah, like bov- 
Yeah, Bovril in a cup. Like because you, oh. I remember like my in my younger years going to like site jobs and stuff, and they'd be in the van, just like a like a twenty pack of Bovril cups. You take the top off, fill it with water, and just drink it. Really like, nice. Yeah, my uh, grandmother used to drink Bovril. In old people, cool. <laughs> don't respect old people enough. I don't think Val with their ways. Probably not. She's completely different. We've just gone off topic, but yep. Oreos to Barville. How did we make that connection? I have no idea. We just sort of jumped all over the place. But yes, I will one day try Barville as a drink. It. I just have it on you toast should. with butter. Huh? Toast, butter, Barville. Good stuff. How'd you do that? Barville here is a spread. Fuck off, really? Yeah, it comes in a, a jar. It's a spread. Why is the world hell-bent on ruining good things? But Bovril what? spread is great. Bovril spread? Y- yes, it, it looks like tar. Um, but it tastes... Mayonnaise for that, Val. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to mix my Bovril and my mayonnaise, because that, that could be just... Oh. No, I'm not. Bovril I'm not. spread? Yes. Ugh. What's the difference? Oh, I've Googled it now. What's the difference between Bovril and Marmite? Well, Bovril is beef based, Marmite yeah. is vegetable based. Bovril, beef, oh my god, beef based. Now I'm intrigued, Val. You, 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 you piqued my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Where can I buy this? Morrison's. I'm buying some fucking Bovril. Put that on some toast. Oh my god. It's well, buffalo is it's 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 actually it's, it's a I think it's got a bit of vegetable in it, but it's got beef in it as well. Oh my god, you can actually still drink that as well. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, Val, I'm buying like fifty of these. Oh, that's amazing. I, I my eyes have been opened to the <laughs> truth. Why do I think a Bovril beef paste gives you powerful beefy kick? Nice. Drink it, spread it, cook it. Bovril is ready. Is is really versatile beef spread. <laughs> Damn Amazon, you're really selling me. But, yeah. oh, I'll tell you what. Have you ever read like I'm on Amazon? Have you ever read some of the reviews for Amazon? Oh, some of the reviews are brilliant. Some of them are fucking absolutely wicked. Uh, there was one. If you like, if you Google places. Um, you usually, if you go Google Maps and you Google places, they have like reviews of the places where you can go. Yeah. And um, you know, I love Google Maps. Google Maps is like my favorite thing because you could just, you know, it does its job. You could just see the world from the comfort of your your hidey hole. And I googled because I was curious. I was like, oh, where is Guantanamo Bay? Just out of curiosity, yeah. It's just wondering, and I scrolling down, right? Scrolling down. Two months ago, right? Uh, nice place, lots of water, a few beaches, and a few places to eat around the island has the best. Oh, no, that's not that's not one of them. There's actually a proper one. Oh, you go. Staff are so concerned for you; they force water down your throat. Never get dot, got dehydrated. Many other visitors were screaming of of joy too. Nice place to visit. <laughs> <laughs> This 
Waterboarding was very refreshing, especially from a stressful career as a journalist. Beverage were awesome. Free unlimited gasoline drink was great. Love it. Wish I could have a visit in Havana. Not very good. No, uh, not very good coffee. Great view for, view for barbed wire enthusiasts. And waterboarding and gasoline is great fun, but terrible food. <laughs> <laughs> These are fucking resorts. These are people treating it as a resort. Oh, this is un- I just got QS and just thought I'd Google it. Just to see what would come up. <laughs> and, yeah. And you grabbed a little gem. I did. I just I just looked on the reviews and I just found all these and it became like my favorite thing. <laughs> just to find. No, no. Oh, God, I love the internet. It's a wondrous place. It can Filled be with, a wondrous place. Yeah. Filled with idiots. Yeah. It can be an absolute hellhole, but at the same time you can find some good shit. Yeah. That made me laugh, though. That I did enjoy finding those Guantanamo Bay reviews. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just fucking great, fucking great. That's my bad accent. Yeah, I'm not even quite sure what accent that was supposed to be. That was that was not me. Oh, uh, not me really. No. Okay. This I just came out with them, Val. I just came out with them. <laughs> Just come up with some random stuff. It's in Cuba as well. Do you think you could just like go there? The what? Do you think you could just go to Guantanamo Bay? I have no idea. I have never thought about that. Like, where exactly is it? Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, that's gotta be it. That might be it. There's an airport. Which makes me think it's there. And it's by the ocean. Yeah. I'm just I'm just scrolling through Google Earth now. <laughs> like like an idiot. I do this often. Like literally I do this often. But you find some really cool stuff on Google Maps if you'd like have a good look. Because there's like there's an island, right? This is so this is a fun this is a fun, cool thing. This is so if you ever wanna anyone wants to do it, I highly recommend you doing it. If you find, right? A really, really random island in the middle of fucking nowhere in the ocean, right? And then Wikipedia. Wikipedia is my new Google now. I believe everything it says. Um, And you find a place, and then you look it up, and you read all about its history. It's really fun to do. So I found a place. I'm going to fill you in. And this is, this is me giving back some knowledge to you, Val. Where's he gone? So it's a place called Pitcairn Island, right? Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. I can't really find it now. But if you, if you, everyone listening, look at Pitcairn Island. Pitcairn Island. You'll, you'll spell it whatever way you want, and it'll come up. But basically, it's a British island in the middle of fucking nowhere. Can't find it now. I'm trying to find it. I just can't find it. In the middle of fucking nowhere, but it's off the coast of Australia or New Zealand. One of them too. And basically, it's got like a population of fifty people. It's just dead all the time. And um, I did some reading about it all, just, just out of curiosity. And it turns out they had really bad, um, we're going to call it illegal child dodgery. Mm. But it was a common thing where the younger women would get fidget spinnered, I'll say, it, by the older men. And it was a common thing, apparently. And it happened for years. And then a reporter went there to 
go on holiday, just out of curiosity, because, you know, small island, British island, middle of nowhere, why not? And she found out all about this fidgery pokery. And yeah, apparently it came out that this thing had been happening for years and it was just the thing to do. Yeah, small communities. They're either wonderful or creepy as fuck. Yeah. But yeah, if you find yourself, if people find you, you know, you guys on the internet find yourself looking for shit to fucking learn about, find a really random island in the middle of nowhere and then Google it. <laughs> Because you, you get shit like that. There's even one off the coast of, I think it's India. I think it's India. And it's it's an island you're not allowed to go to because it's like a, what's the word? Like untapped tribe, I think is the, the best term. Like they live in like spears and loincloths and stuff like that, but they're cannibals. And you can't go there because they will eat you. Yeah, I've, I've heard I about that. Remember, I can't remember what it's called though. Yeah. But a guy went there. Ages ago, he got like on, it was like a fishing boat, and the fishing boat wouldn't take him any closer because they can throw spears like fifty miles or something. Like really good at it, and um, yeah, he sort of rode his way there, and he never came back. Susan, right, really? Yeah, I can't find it, but yeah, honestly, if you ever find yourself nothing to do, people find a really fucking random island in the middle of nowhere and do a bit of googling about it, huh? and then see yeah. if you can buy said island. Just, just see if you can. You can own an island, then. Eh? I wouldn't mind owning an island. I'd love an island. That's one of my things because I found because I because I looked it up. Right, this is just, so. Welcome to the segment of but the random mind of Buzz. So you can there's websites you can go on where you can buy islands. You can buy islands all over the world. Some are actually quite cheap. There's an island off the coast of Ireland, which was like ninety four grand. Which is quite, I think, actually, was it 94 grand or what? It was like a million. It was between those numbers, Val. It's quite a jump. It's quite, it's quite cheap, though. But it's an island you can buy. And it's pretty big. And it gives you, it's got like classes of like renovation shit you can do on it. And then I thought to myself, could I buy this island and then just make my own little small community on it? I'd want to do that. By, by, by small community, I mean me, a few horses, some. Yes, no people, yeah. fuck people. That's dogs that's that could be my community just just, just yep. Yep. But yeah that's just, just shit i just shit i just do val because well, i know it's like um i had a friend in australia who was going on about how there was an islands near australia which he could buy an island for the same amount of money that he spent on buying a flat really yeah what is this island called val Oh, he didn't mention the name, but he's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of islands um, off the coast of Australia. I wouldn't want to live in Australia, though. It's too warm. No, no it's, way, it's way too hot. But, it yeah. is. North Island. It's got a runway on it. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'd love to buy an island. People, people buy it. Give me money, people, so I can buy an island. <laughs> me and Val do podcasts from there. Yeah. That's 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 the podcast, people. Sorry, I just went off on a tangent talking about fucking Google <laughs> and buying islands. Yes, we can have what, bu- fuck, what, what the fuck island? What the, what the fuck island? <laughs> WTF islands? Oh, should we go to what the fuck island? Hell yeah! I went to Australia for like a holiday when I was a teenager. It was my best time of my life. Went to Perth. A family in Perth. I think I still got family in Perth. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, that is the podcast, people. Three 
But amazing facts, one dodgy fact, Val got me again. Val yeah, is now three nil up. She's running away I might, with it. I might win this this first round. Yeah, she's running away with it. Like it's ne- if she get the next three episodes, if she gets all three, I'm fucking I'm done. But yeah, what did we learn today, people? Well, Americans got way too much time on their hands and really want to solve problems no one asked. Uh, turtles are massive mayonnaise fans. Uh, dolphins have whiskers. Fe- have whiskers and female dolphins are massive sluts. And Britain made up the height of Everest because they didn't want it to be right. Well, I didn't there think anyone would believe they were right. They didn't think anyone would believe them. Yep. And there was, what was the one at the beginning? That's awful. Was it? Yep. Was it? Yep, yep, yep. You, you, you mentioned awful then. No. Oh, see. Just, I just forget how great I am sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been what the fact. Um, outro time. How many facts can I get into the outro? Do we think? So let's find out. Um, if you've enjoyed this, f- how many do you think, Val? Twenty-four. Oh, I'm not going to count. I'm just going to go. So you just got to try and keep track of how many I've said. I'm just going to go okay. for it. Okay. So. If you've enjoyed this fact-based fact podcast, then please drop a follow on the Spotify. And if you enjoyed the fact-based fact podcast about facts, then you know why not consider sponsoring the fact-based podcast? Because what we'll try to do is integrate what you are selling, promoting, talking about as a fact into the fact-based fact podcast that we fact about every fact in week. Um, so yeah, follow on the Spotify. Uh, rate the podcast if you haven't. There will be a Q&A underneath asking you what your favorite fact was. So if you have got a fact that you liked the most, that was your top fact out of the four facts, then please comment what fact you like the fact most. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel where the fact-based fact podcast becomes a video so you can see the bullshit that we've talked about. And if you want to see the bullshit that I've mentioned at the end, then I'll put that shit in as well. But you'll get to see this pointless Oreo machine that was made and the whiskers on the, I was going to say kitten, on the dolphin and the, love, the mayonnaise-loving turtles and, you know, Everest's made-up height on the fact podcast. Subscribe, like, comment, follow the fact-based fact Twitter with Val. Posts all the fact-based facts on the fact Twitter of the fact podcast that we fact talked about every fact in week. How many was that? 28. I was close. Shit, I'm struggling to see how many times I could say fact (laughs) in the end. (laughs) But yeah, please follow on Spotify. Please like and subscribe on the YouTube. Comment all that good stuff, and follow the Twitter because that's where all the goodness comes from. Um, share the podcast any way you can. You know, If you enjoy this kind of stuff and you know someone who might enjoy this stuff as well, share it with them because you know, that means the podcast gets out into the world. You know? So yeah. yeah. And you. it may or may not be a TikTok for what the fact come in. I said this last time, yep, yep, I yep. didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I so there may be one coming. What on TikTok? Val, do you want a TikTok? I don't know. I wouldn't know what to do with it. Should I make a TikTok and I'll do it? Because you do the Twitter. I can because this literally is because this is how this is how streamlined this process could be. People, Val posts the facts on Twitter. I literally just have to take that and put it on TikTok. Simple as that. Yeah. I think it's doable. I think it's doable. I'll do it. We fuck it, people. By the next episode, we'll have a TikTok. Okay. 
set in stone. But yes, thank you, Val. Wonderful facts as always. It's been a genuine pleasure doing this with you once again. Episode yes. four. It has been a blast. I'll let Val sign us off with just uh, a wonderful inspirational quote. Go. What? No. <laughs> what? No, no putting me on the spot, damn it. I don't know. Quote? You want a quote? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I got one, right? <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I just thought it would be cool. Um, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Live long and prosper. Spock out. <laughs> <laughs>